Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. And now your hosts, Craig and Jeff. Welcome everyone to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast. I'm Craig Phillips, joined as always by Jeff Torrey. And today, Jeff, we got a little top five fall-off players for 2018, which is always an interesting list, trying to come up with what who we think is aren't players that aren't going to be as you know dominant next year or as high up in the rankings as they possibly were this year we went over it last year too i can't really remember my picks from last year except i think i had jordy nelson that's the one that stands out in my mind it was picking jordy to fall off this year and i think I'll, I'll, I'll take that as a victory even if it had something to do with aaron Rodgers. i don't know what do you think yeah i think you can call that one I mean, he didn't get injured, which is the the only way I don't uh, agree with the the rankings if it ever happens. But a healthy full full year completely fell off. Why not? Yeah, I think I think Demarco Murray was another one. So I feel pretty good. I don't remember the rest. They probably because they weren't any good. So I'm not going to go over them. We'll just keep to the ones we got right. So we got a top five list. We've each come up with our own list for today. So we're going to go what five to one. We'll go in order like that go back and forth and I mean I'm sure there'll be some overlap and I don't know I I didn't go we'll just get right into the list here because we don't really need to talk about the playoffs Patriots made the Super Bowl again yay right exciting yeah yeah they're looking good I okay be honest though as good as Philly looked do you think they have a shot against the Patriots Ah, I don't really I don't really know I don't think I, I might be the only one I'm I believe me I'm I'm favoring Patriots but I had this funny feeling that that Philly was going to do it, even with Foles. Can the Patriots make Foles, you know, have the huge turnover? Can they make him look bad? Because that's really the guy that they need to fluster. That defense didn't look anything special. And I say that knowing that that defensive coach is about to be the Lions' new head coach. But but I, I think that this is going to be a true game. And uh, I think Philly has a real shot. And I think I know it's going to be mostly pass talk, you know, the GOAT, Tom Brady going to take another one home. But I think this one could be a surprise. You know, mate, it's possible. I, I, it, it all depends on Nick Foles, really. So I think they do have a shot because, I mean, we even talked about when the Wentz injury happened that people were just ragging on Nick Foles forever. But I didn't see why. I knew he was capable of being a, you know, a decent quarterback. And he's he's proven that. So. If that Nick Foles shows up, I think they got a pretty good shot. It just it's which one is it going to be the one that played against the Cowboys when they lost six nothing, or is it going to be the one that showed up last week? So exactly, and even I mean, and it shows you last week Vikings had a very good D, and Foles they did not make him have the big turnover. They 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 let him kind of do it. And let's be honest, even early on, um, he looked good. They threw it down the field and. Yeah, man, that whole offense, man, it's clicking. You have a Jai, you have Blunt, you have all this. You know, Elshon Jeffrey is a a great kind of a security blanket for him. Ertz, I mean, he has a lot of places he can go to. He doesn't have to win by himself. And that defense is better than people are giving him kind of credit for. I know they're still good. You knew that, but you know, I, I know that is going to be a heavy favorite to Pats. But I, I, f- I feel a Philly win. It's weird to say, but I do. You know, it would be crazy. And then Nick Foles gets to be next year. He went to Super Bowl and then gets to be a backup quarterback. <laughs> exactly. Go back to where you belong, buddy. You know. <laughs> All right, here we go. Top five list. Fall off players, 2018. Players that we think are going to regress a little bit. 
So let's go, Jeff. You're number five. Who do you got? All right. My number five. And obviously I have them at how far they will fall as you should. And my number five is Marvin Jones. I don't dislike him. I thought he was really good. I picked him up in a lot of my teams. Did not think he was going to be number five, but I, I think with this Lions offense, um, it, you know, it's all over the place. You, uh, Golden Tate can be the big playmaker. If they get the run game going a little more, obviously maybe it'll cut into it. I, I'm not saying uh, he's going to fall off completely, but you know he's not going to be number five. He was number five overall wide receiver wise and standard scoring. You know I think he drops to more of that twelve to fifteen range, and that's considerable when uh, when you think about people actually drafting him as a fifth wide receiver overall. So I think that's considerable, and that's why he makes my number five. You know I didn't put him on my list, but that is actually when you when I was looking through the top scoring list, looking at players, he is one that kept look he kept standing out to me. And I just couldn't do it, but that it really did. And when you look at maybe his numbers compared to the rest around him, the catches on he only had 61 catches. So I don't know how sustainable that is. Everyone else, for the most part, is at least in the 70s, if not higher, except Marvin and Jones. I guess, and I guess you could make the point that because of that, he has a opportunity to even you know pr- improve on that. But you know, with that many catches, he had a pretty crazy amount of touchdowns. What do you have? Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. I think he had, unless I'm counting wrong, but I think he just made double-digit touchdown catches. Maybe he had nine. Um, but, you know, uh, that's easily regressible. And when you do that, even if you took just three away, you know, you, you drop a considerable amount in the wide receivers who were very, very close. So number five for me. How about you? What's number five? My number five, this is – my interesting one that I'm not sure most people are going to agree with me. I've talked about it before. I think a little bit, it's Mark Ingram and Oh damn, that's right. You know, it's, it's not like, I think, I mean, he was sixth this year as running back. I just, I can't see a scenario where both him and Kamara are, can be top 10 backs again. And I think Kamara is going to be a top 10, top five back. So because of that, I just drop Ingram more Maybe he's not going. He's not going to fall off the map. I can still be see him being a, a running back too, but I don't see him being this number one running back, just because I think they're going to get more to the Camara just a little bit more and more. So nothing against Ingram, the player. I've always liked him. I just I don't know. I don't think those twelve touchdowns are going to keep happening. I think Camara is just he was so good. He's going to keep taking away more and more. He's going to get more than one hundred and twenty carries. So Ingram's going to drop and. Because of that, I think he's just going to fall down a little bit. But that's why he's my number five. I'm not going too big on it. Not going to, you know, say he's going to be number 30th in the league. But he's going to be more in the 15 to 20 range, I think, the way it comes out. Especially with some other guys coming back, like Zeke will pass him in the ranks this year. David Johnson should, you know. I can see Fournette passing him. Those kind of guys. A lot of those players that were hurt, different players that finished below him, I can see passing him up. So just drop him down a little bit. Yeah, I like that pick, actually. It's uh, probably not going to be a fan favorite, but, you know, very rarely do you, I mean, was it? They were four and six, uh, Kamara and Ingram, as far as finishing in the top running backs. And, I mean, you know, that's tough for any team. And you still have Drew Brees. You still have Michael Thomas, who, who we all knew he was good. But, man, did he really come on at the end? So, man, if that offensive shifts even a little bit, it's very tough to get two backs that uh, amount of production. So, yeah, I really like that pick. All right, number four, who do you got? 
Number four, I it pains me to say it. I have been a avid uh, supporter of him for a while, and people have always been kind of uh, the last few years about age, age, age. And finally, I kind of agree with him. I don't think LaShawn McCoy can keep up the kind of production he's been having. He gets a ton of carries. He still finished in the top 10. He was number seven overall in the running back. Um, so for that reason, not to mention, I don't think that they did themselves any any favors in order to get that passing game where it needs to be. Um, I don't think they improved it at all. I, I think McCoy is one year older. I think he takes a significant step back, and I think this is the first year where we're going to see McCoy not be one of those primetime guys. Yep. I didn't put him on my list, but again, when you're looking through the list, this is the other guy that stood out to me that just didn't quite make it. But he's going to be 30 years old, so that is a big red flag when it comes to running backs is 30 years old. I mean, it's for the most part, it seems like it's either he has one more season in him or this is it. It's pretty much it. It's like you'll fall off after this year or this will be the year he falls off. That just seems to be the way it works unless you're Frank Gore and you just keep getting a thousand yards every year. That's like the right. only yeah, other that- guy's been able to do it. <laughs> exactly. And let's be honest, I, I know they did relatively well, you know, for Buffalo, but they're also not a Super Bowl caliber team. Uh, they need a lot of work. So what are you really running a 30 year old back, you know, that hard for, you know, maybe if they're in the playoff hunt, but if they're not, it's going to be even worse. You know, I always feel like he, he's getting, he always gets these injuries too. We've talked about that a lot is these, it's never anything serious or major. It feels like but I was gonna say, he, he always plays a full year, but it's always nagging. Right? Yes. And it just feels like at some point it's going to catch up to him. So he has a lot of carries over the oh, years. <laughs> so many. And I mean, he's been wonderful. Uh, pretty much. He's been a guaranteed thing for a very long time, almost the past decade now. I mean, getting close to it. So, um, I mean, uh, I, I say it with a heavy heart, but at some point you've got to cut ties, and I think you let McCoy go, and my assumption is he is uh, going to be drafted way higher than he should be. Yeah, I, I kind of agree. I'm gonna, I would kind of stay away from him just because of yeah, where he's going to go in drafts. I mean, I'd love, I'd love to get him on my team if I get him as you know, at least my second <laughs> running back. I would take him there. <laughs> we always go into the uh, into the fairy tale land of you know, when we could get these guys. Yeah, I wouldn't want him as my number one though. So no, that's kind of how it goes. Yeah, right. no, not at all. My number four is probably this is an easy one. It's Alex Smith, and it's just we don't even. He might not be. It doesn't sound like he's going to be in Kansas City. So even if he's in Kansas City, he's going to fall off. I feel like if he's not in Kansas City, he's starting somewhere else. I just, I don't feel confident in it pretty much no matter where he goes. I just, I don't know. I just can't see a great season from him. And it's, he's definitely not going to be a top five quarterback. So there's just no way I could have put him probably higher because he's going to drop, but he was number four this year. And there is to me, no chance that repeats no matter where he's the quarterback at next year. So Alex Smith is going to definitely drop off, I feel like. I I mean, I agree. And, you know, cut to the chase. He's actually my number one. Uh, I think, I mean, he's got to be for me. Uh, Alex Smith did unbelievably well this year. You got to give my hat, you know, tip my hat to him. But um, <laughs> being number four at the QB when you've never been anywhere near that before, it's crazy, especially on KC. And on top of that, I don't know where he's going, like you said. 
But if if I'm being honest, it's not so much that he's even dropping out of the top 10. I don't think this guy's going to be in the top 15. And that's not saying anything against him. But let's be honest. Luck is coming back. Aaron Rodgers is going to be healthy. Uh, Deshaun Watson is going to be healthy. Uh, so that's three more guys over top of him. And that's assuming that he gets the kind of production that he got this year, which he's just not. I mean, he he came out on fire and he finished closer to where he should have been. Um, so I, I honestly think that for me, I'm not even drafting the guy. And that's how much I think he's going to fall off. Even more so, I think he'll probably be with a different team such as, I mean, I don't know. I'm not sure which one, but um. Even though I think he'll probably be a starter, I think it's going to be a very run-heavy offense for the most part. And this guy is probably going to be, um, you know, a bi-week waiver kind of filler, you know, at best. Yeah, I think the same. There's no way. I mean, I'm not going to keep him. He's not going to be on my team. He's not going to be even somebody I consider next year. I doubt we even talk about him very much leading up to the draft because I I never I've never thought he was that great. He's always been a fine quarterback, maybe to if you want to win eight, nine games and be just okay in the NFL and just not very good fantasy wise. So no, yeah, but, I definitely can see him being number one. Yeah. Um, so my number one, but I do have to give my hats off to him. That guy did unbelievably well this year. I was completely down. I would have never thought to draft him. So if you did good for you, but I have to uh, warn you that it's going to return to normal next year and uh, unfortunate, but Alex Smith, number one. All right, who, let's see, I'll go with my number three because I'll just do two in a row here since we kind of got your other one. My number three, maybe this is easy because of recent situations, is going to be Robbie Anderson. And not just now, not having who knows the quarterback situation, who knows whatever is going to go on. Now he has legal issues going on with him. And it doesn't seem very promising for Robbie Anderson, so... I just don't see a scenario where he's going to be terribly fantasy relevant anymore, which it's kind of disappointing because he was really good this year. But after (laughs) hearing the stuff going on with him the other day, getting arrested and all that stuff that he was doing, and then who knows what is the team situation going to be? I'm just completely down and done with Robbie Anderson. I think at this point, Um, I completely agree. And Robbie Anderson actually makes my list as well, but he's number two for me. So, I mean, that's how much I I agree with you. And I think we went over this before, but, you know, I I don't know if McCown is going to be the the quarterback of that team. If he's not, it's even worse. Robbie Anderson will also have to compete for the number one wide receiver spot, like uh, which he didn't win this year. It was actually a Nunwa and a Nunwa got hurt. And he was number 17 overall and did really, really well. But you put a quarterback a being a not a number one anymore, and now this off-the-field issues. I see Robbie Anderson going from darling number 17 overall to a complete, you know, complete wash. He he is very close. If he doesn't get his stuff together, he might he might be the guy that disappears completely. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, if you have the, if you do these kind of things and have these kind of legal issues in the NFL, they don't really care how good you are. Honestly, it's just you kind of just disappear. Yeah, not <laughs> to mention you're playing for the Jets. They're they're looking to build. They have they will not cut anyone slack. They need young guys that can perform now. And uh, if Robbie Anderson has to take time off or if he's not performing, this guy is toast. 
Well, all right. Well, Jeff, we're down to your last one already because we already named your one, two, four, and five. So who's your number three? Number three is, I kind of cheated. It's more of a duo, but the main one is McKinnon. So McKinnon and Murray take a huge hit. And I know people are thinking the Vikings did really, really well. And they did. But not only did Diggs and Thalen prove to be completely the best options on their team, but Delvin Cook comes back. And now McKinnon is definitely just no man's land because Delvin Cook plays the same position as him, catches the ball, does all that great stuff. He is the best offensive weapon they have on that team. He showed it, and hopefully when he comes back from injury, he's the same player. So that's why McKinnon is completely, completely off my radar. And I think Murray drops very, very drastically as well. And just to show you, Delvin Cook played, um, well, I think through six weeks or something like that. I could be wrong on that. But he played a, a significant uh, number of weeks. And McKinnon and Murray still split time. And both of them, Murray was 20th overall in running backs. McKinnon was 24th. So both of them were very playable. And I honestly believe that both of them disappear completely in the shadow of Delvin Cook and what should be the new Vikings offense. Yeah, I completely agree with that. And if any of them, I think, have maybe have a role, maybe McKinnon still will a little bit just in the passing game, but not enough to be any kind of fantasy relevant. See, I I disagree. I would actually say Murray has a better chance because he's a bruiser. And you could use them more of the yeah. And then McKinnon, I mean, Delvin Cook is, you know, the pass catcher and he's he's a guy you want out in space. So I would actually say McK- or Murray is a better option if you're going for a number two, which I, I think Delvin Cook is going to be the primary running back. But I think Murray is a better option. But, uh, you know, I don't know. I mean, maybe you're right. McKinnon can catch the ball. He is a, He is a talented guy, but maybe he moves on. Maybe they trade him. But Delvin Cook is going to be the the bell cow there. If you go look at the numbers they had for the first four games before, or you know, before Cook got hurt, neither of them them did anything at all. So maybe it just will be nothing. I mean, in those first four games, McKinnon had let's see, in standard scoring, he had looks like six point four total points over those games. Four games, six point four. And Murray had about five. So. <laughs> <laughs> Neither of them were any kind of relevant at all when Delvin Cook was playing. So, yeah, I just don't see any way that they will. I mean, Cook is, I mean, those two did fine, but Cook is clearly a better running back than them. So, it's oh, just, yeah, without a doubt. It's not going to be, you know, not going to be easy for them to do much. All right. So, I guess you're done with your list already. I know. So, that's one through five right there. I have two more to go. So, I'll just start with my number two, which I'm going to just keep harping on this guy until he is terrible, is Delaney Walker. So <laughs> I just got to bring him back into my list because I called it last year and it, I guess it didn't happen, did it? It, I, I'll say it wasn't happening, but this year it's going to happen. You're going to have the emergence of Corey Davis next year, who I think is going to take a lot of catches away from a Delaney Walker who has been, he's kind of been the safety net for years now, especially, you know, the last three years for sure for Marcus Mariota. But I can see that going to Corey Davis more and more and more. And Rashard Matthews is perfectly fine too. So he's going to get a lot there. Plus the Titans drafted a tight, a tight end last year. Jonu Smith, who he's going to take over a little more. I think Delaney Walker won't be this top 10 tight end anymore. He's going to drop, kind of to complete irrelevance in the fantasy football 
thing next year. I don't, I just don't see anything from him. I just, I don't know. Not, I'm just not the biggest Delaney Walker fan. Yeah. Yeah. You're not a big fan. I, I can see him maybe regressing even from now. Uh, number seven overall in tight end. So why not? But I, I haven't seen enough out of Mariota to make me believe he can kind of get away from his security blanket because Delaney Walker had a crap ton of catches. So not completely on board with you, but I completely see where you're going with this. Like it, it, it would make sense that he has so many wide receivers that he should make that next jump and he wouldn't need Walker near as much. Uh, but I, I don't have as much faith in, in Mariota quite yet. I mean, yeah, I guess I can see that all, but Hey, I think Jonu Smith's going to take over a little more. Yeah, that that uh, could be very very true. He only, I mean, Jonu had 18 catches this year, but hey, rookie tight ends don't do much. But not usually, yes, very very correct. I, I think there's a chance. So, all right, my number one then, I'll go with my number one. It's gonna be Alex Collins. Who? Oh, wow. I don't think Alex Collins is going to do much of anything next year at all. I'm just not. He won't be on any of my teams. I won't consider drafting him. I I don't trust it. I don't think, I really don't think Baltimore is going to get behind this one, get behind him as their main guy. I don't see it happening. I could see maybe Kenneth Dixon still, maybe Kenneth Dixon can be a thing. I don't know. That's probably not the name to use anymore. But uh, I was going to say, I, I would get behind you, but their running back situation is all over the place. I mean, they could easily, because of where they're at, they could easily draft a guy. But, man, I, I don't know. That is I just, a tough sell. I just think he's another guy. And I'm, I mean, he had a couple good games, but I, you know, I, I not, I just don't see much from him next year. I don't think he's overly impressive. I don't think he's anything special. Seattle didn't think he was anything special. They cut him and they have no running backs. So, you know, I, I just don't see it. I think. Honestly, I do think maybe Kenneth Dixon could be better than him. We don't know because he never never plays. He gets injured or he gets suspended, one of the two. I mean, so yeah, I mean, I, I, I can see your point. I can. I think Alex Collins is the way he finished the year makes me believe that Baltimore is kind of sticking with him. But, you know, he was 17th or was it 16th overall in standard scoring. And then you have Buck Allen, who wasn't that far behind, 27th. And then that also means that Woodhead was injured the entire year pretty much. So if they draft anyone, if Woodhead stays healthy, if any of those happens, yeah, I guess that is very um, – it's a probably good probability he would he would fall behind if, if they take away runs because he got a ton of work at the end of the year. So it's quite possible. But until I see that guy there, I, I have a hard time believing it. Or I could be completely wrong, and they think he's the running back of the future because he's only going to be 24 years old when the season starts. So, hey. You know, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Get, you know, Baltimore's the office other is always a strange place to go. Yeah, see, I just – I think – I don't know. I just have a feeling there's going to be something more there. or He's going to get beat out for the job. I just see this as more – I mean, we've had a lot of these kind of running backs that have done, these, done this over the years where they have one good year and then they just kind of disappear. Like, I don't know. Peyton Hillis, if you want to go back even further. <laughs> I, love, no, wanna... I love Peyton Hillis. And I mean, to your point, once again, when he was getting the bulk of his carries, especially after the bye week, before the bye week in week 10, he didn't score one touchdown. After that, he had, what is it? He had six touchdowns. So six touchdowns in seven games really, really catapulted him up to the 16th spot. Um, 
And really, he was the main running back since week five. So I could see it. I we'll see. I guess we'll see what happens. I I just think they might draft somebody too. That could be a big thing. So not first rounder, but you know, somebody doesn't have to be a first rounder anymore to, you know, compete for a job that's been proven now over the last few years. So, all right. I think that's going to do it for our list. What do I think next week? Uh, I don't know. Maybe we'll do like top five bounce back players next week. No, keep the top five list going for the off season here. And I guess we, we could talk a little bit about the Super Bowl coming up next week. Do a little more talk about that. Maybe give some actual predictions on what we think is going to happen. Think about it and see if you really want to go with the Eagles. Maybe yeah, go with I, the surprise pick. I know. I, I think uh, my my brain still goes Patriots, but right now my heart is going Philly in a weird way. In our little team draft, we did. You have the Eagles. I have the Patriots. So that's very true. You kind of have to. Not go to with mention that. our other draft. Yep. I do have a. Uh, Fools and Elshon. I think you so that might would run help away. Me. You might win that thing. I think I'm your only I, I challenger, so. though. I was going to say, you are, yeah, in that league. And we'd actually, uh, we should put together a top 10 of all those leagues combined because I, I I think we're doing quite well in them. Plus, it would be fun to see the uh, the different teams in order to see who picked what, what teams really helped you out. Um, it was actually very interesting. You, uh, out of all five leagues, you were the only person to pick Nick Foles in any league. So yeah, uh, to be fair, <laughs> to be fair, <laughs> I did wait a very long time on, on, on quarterback. Um, I definitely would have picked Roethlisberger if he didn't go right before me, but I will take that as a, uh, a badge of honor. And Roethlisberger's one game though. Yeah. His one game still has more points than Foles two games. So. Yeah, exactly. He, he still killed it. So, but before we get off, was there anyone in these top five fall of players? Was there anyone that you had an honorable mention that almost made your list? I, I was thinking some more um, more interesting ones that I don't know if I agree with yet, but I, I was actually considering Carlos Hyde. And Ooh. it's not the player. It's it's just more of what is the situation going to be? And is he actually going to be re-signed by 49ers? Don't know. That's a big question mark right now. They might not want to pay him what he feels like he deserves. And you know what? A lot of times I don't feel like free agent running back situations work out terribly well. Just, I mean, sometimes it does. A lot of times it doesn't. So that's just one of my thoughts is if he didn't resign with the 49ers. That's true. He could know. go easily go to a situation where it's a tandem kind of back situation, yep. which we've seen a lot, you know, in the past couple of years. Yep. So it could really cut his, uh, his carries down, which could be good for his career, but bad for his fantasy production. I like that one. Yeah. But that's just, that was, the, that was the one I was thinking about that could be just interesting. So it's just, that's going to be one we, it's hard to talk about him though until we know what his situation is going to be. So, which I guess we'll find out in a couple months. So, we'll go over all that then. But all right, I think that'll do it for today. We'll talk to you guys next week. <laughs>